This is the Epilog Audio Experience. Quick disclaimer for a podcast, the SOS show, points discussed in this podcast should not be relied upon as conclusive medical advice in any case. The host shall not be a substitute for proper medical professional. You must seek professional help in case of any requirement. Thank you. This episode is part of the Artists and Mental Health series. These chosen and special episodes are crossovered between our two podcasts, the Artists and the SOS Show. And in today's episode, we are talking about ambition and mental health. And we are trying to question some pertinent points on defining your ambition, knowing your edge, knowing where you want to go. knowing who are your friends your family your support systems do you have those support systems or are you lonely trying to make it in a cutthroat world and dying fast without even knowing about it our guest for this episode is bhavna somaya a prominent film critic broadcaster and podcaster she writes on cinema and has authored 19 books so glad to have her back and don't forget to check out our earlier episode with her episode 26 for some more nuggets of wisdom hi bhavna ji welcome to our podcast the artist and the sos show and it's so lovely to have you back after almost 2 years now chatting about something which is deeper and more important especially concerning the mental health of the film industry and the recent suicide of Nitin Desai being one of the references a lot of suicides that have happened over the past years during the pandemic some of the known actors and bigger actors as well and coming from your experience bhavna ji let's talk about ambition your definition of ambition and the way the ambitions are rising right now especially in the cluttered world where everybody wants to be seen versus say 10 years back or 15 years back when there was more space to grow as an actor to grow as an artist what are your thoughts when we talk about ambition and mental health you know i think uh, you have hit the nail uh, it is all about uh, ambition greed uh, over ambition yes uh, being able to match it with your potential hmm. uh, also not being able to um, assess the pace of your life your health hamare yahan ek pani kahawat hai ki chadar phaila ke paon rakho yes to our parents taught us that you know uh, you must take one step at a time and preferably a baby step and at each step you are pausing and pondering and watching yourself I think these kind of problems did not come into our lives because one, we all came from middle class homes uh, where the foundations were very strong of values, and I will not say that ambition was non-existent, but yeah. I think it was not ambition. For us, it was hard work. It was commitment, yeah. Yeah. and I don't think uh, the younger generation understands this. for them it is not commitment and hard work they're changing jobs at the drop of a hat yes. and they want higher salaries higher perks and they want it fast and quick like maggi noodles yes and when i tell them that i lasted in every job at least for a decade they laugh at me and say that i would have moved much faster and higher if i had changed my jobs faster yes i feel a lot of compassion for all of them 
because they are victims of peer pressure they are victims of a consumerist society they are victims uh, of uh, technology they are victims of uh, new trends you know have you noticed that nobody wears ordinary chappals ordinary clothes anymore or, yes. or carries ordinary bags everybody is into brands and labels and if somebody like me who can afford it still uses very ordinary stuff i'm almost looked down upon and asked if uh, i know what i'm doing yes i know what i'm doing because yeah. if you go for lunch or dinner anywhere they are looking for a proper place to keep their um, designer bags because everything costs more than a lakh yes but i don't understand what's the big deal because the jewelry that an ordinary woman or a housewife is wearing is also uh, a lack so we are not looking for place to keep my hand on or to keep my uh, elbow on we are normal about it so you guys if you are carrying branded stuff please be normal about it yes so i think uh, suchita there are a few uh, steps or a few things to look into number one i would start with their parents mm. where have they gone wrong that even if their children are victims of the present age that the children are not going back to them in times of conflict yes they are resolving conflicts on their own or through their friends and most of the time they are uh, walking a dark tunnel i think the problem is that most of them are living in a different city and all by themselves yes they don't have a routine they don't have a, a house meal yeah. they don't have some back to they don't have somebody to talk to at the dining table yes and there is a lot of loneliness and a lot of vacuum which they have disguised into independence and empowerment yes very well put what was happening with us is that when i started off in yeah. the uh, 70s yeah i remember being introduced to the to the first uh, homosexual in my career you know and uh, he said uh, i am of a different preference um, mm. and i yes. said okay i was introduced to the first uh, drug addict one yeah. of the actors mm. and he said drugs and i said okay mm. i was introduced to the first uh, uh, actor who was having an extramarital affair outside marriage and yeah. he said he loved the and i said okay yeah. so what they were doing they were doing with their lives i was yeah. not being judgmental but i was coming home and unloading myself and talking to my parents to my siblings and they understood that it was a different world today there is no talking with these guys nobody talks everybody just texts messages yeah and everybody posts on into instagram yes so what's happening is that the mind is so stressed out yeah there is no release at all we talk about uh, free living and free uh, relationships but there is no free loading of the brain yes lovely and that's why we have so many mental health issues yeah. and half the time people are not even aware that they are having mental health issues yes they're not aware they're not aware so well put what a great perspective in terms of loneliness in terms of our own relationship with our own selves but when these actors or the talents come from outside bhavna ji and we're talking about coming from smaller towns everyone carries an ambition with them and the ambitions are so high the perspective and outlook is i'm going to be the next 
Shah Rukh Khan, you know, I'm going to come and kill the industry. And it's something which is not measurable. When we come as talents to work in this industry as artists, what are your recommendations that you should know what your ambitions are? You should know what your goals are, but you should also have a realistic perspective on things that how much of it that you can actually break through. And if you're not able to, what is the kind of support system that you need that you can fall back on and say, okay, you know, I have an opportunity to try again tomorrow, but Let's go one step at a time, rather trying to jump 1000 steps at once. You know, you have hit the nail again, because uh, from the time I can remember, from the time I have become a journalist, yes, I plus newcomers yeah. who come to me and tell me, Bhavna ji, kuch nahi ho hai. Kuch, aap bataye, kya kare, kya kare. Steps yeah. batao. You know, uh, they are the most irritating breed because they are living in a bubble. Yes. But I very for them because somebody's come from Chandigarh, somebody's come from Uttarakhand, somebody's yes. come from somewhere else. And uh, I make time for them to counsel them. And some of them you will not believe are people who I have met them when they were in their 20s. And I, now I meet them when they are in their 60s, as old as I am. And they're still struggling. They are st- So they started as somebody who had hero ambitions hmm. and they are still struggling and they have maybe been seen in some minor cameo roles. Yes. Now, now this is dangerous. Yes. Because you should have understood by now. Yes. That it's meant for you. Yes. I tell that by staying in Mumbai. Yeah. By staying in a rented flat. Yes. Spending for, for your food, for your travel, for knocking on the doors of the producers. Yeah. Is not how your career is going to be made. Yes. Is not how opportunities are going to come. If opportunity or destiny is willing, it will come to you anywhere while climbing over a bridge of a railway station in any city. Yes. I cite the example of Unam Dhillan, who yeah. was Miss Chandigarh. She had no dreams of coming to film industry. Yes. Assistant of Yash Chopra was in Chandigarh. Yeah. Something doing something else. They went to a photographer's studio and they said they are looking for a new face. Hmm. And they saw this photograph at the studio. She was summoned to the studio and a role was offered to her. Hmm. What I'm trying to say is that it comes to you at your doorstep. Yes. And in all these years, these guys have not got married. Yeah. They don't have a house of their own. They don't yes. have a vehicle of their own. And in the shame of not having made it, they've never gone to their hometown. Oh my God. Now, look at the frustrations that they have added to their life. And yeah. look at the disappointments that they have given to their parents. Yes. So I tell them, some of them who listen to me, to yes. please go back, pack yeah. your bag and go back. Yeah. And if things have to happen to you, they will happen. Yeah. Two, when they are adamant and uh, stubborn, I tell them, all right then, then at least marry the woman you like or yes. you are involved with and then survive on Badada Vadas and dream big. But at least you have to talk to a companion yes very important but that is also they don't want to do because it is an additional expenditure yes it True. is an additional responsibility and and the sad thing is that in the olden days whether it was Amitabh's generation and Rajesh Khanna's generation they looked at marriage as uh, settling down yes today 
they look at marriage and uh, uh, children as an intervention yes they feel it's coming in the way i don't understand coming in the way of what true true lovely that's lovely so bharat you when we talking about times then and now we talking about times now we talking about the instagram times and everyone is sitting there posting their best photographs wanting that 30 second of fame wanting to be an influencer looking at bigger actors on their instagram pages and sort of getting influenced by it also getting frustrated by it that why is that not coming and money is playing a huge game here in terms of they wanting to make money at all costs and they will do anything for it they will do anything to earn that money they will do anything to go to that level your thoughts there i have a very um, basic theory about love and money mm. that the more you chase it mm. the more it gives you mm. you tell the money and you tell love cool mm. or whenever the universe wills it and whenever you are ready you come to me and you watch it how it flies to you and will never leave you yes also i think that everybody is expecting a windfall yeah <laughs> they are not understanding he grows like money plant yes a drop i'll just give a small example yeah when a uh, second job my first job salary was 100 rupees wow and i didn't know what to do with so much money wow <laughs> okay so i said how, how am i going to spend my second job was 500 rupees my father opened a bank account for me mm. uh the next month when i went to the bank the the lady who used to attend to me she said there's something called recurring deposit it's a good way to start saving yeah so i said right so she said how many recurring deposits you want to start and i said three mm. so i opened one recurring deposit for my father one for my mother and one for myself where i used to put every month 100 rupees wow so at the end of the month i had 9000 rupees and there was already 1000 rupees or more in my uh, saving account mm. and i should 10000 into an fd and my father had taught me that that fd you don't touch and you aspire to do more work so that little more money comes into the bank for yourself mm. so what i'm saying is that we have put it together from 100 to 1000 yes yes but now everybody wants straight away a lakh and a crore yes so yes. how to do it and as far as instagram and the facebook you know when the facebook culture started before the instagram yes and when youngsters used to tell me that i didn't get any likes for this and i didn't get any comments for this i was not understanding but yes. now when i get the instagram everybody is best dressed and posing their best poses pictures but life is not that rosy yes they are just feeding a monster yeah true bubble will also burst soon yes yes people have different reasons to be on the instagram yeah my reason to be on the instagram is uh, because i'm an author so when i come out with my new book i can promote my book on all my platforms yeah i don't need a pr yes she does his or her bit but yeah. beyond that it's the author's duty to promote the book so that's it so you have to define what is your reason for being on the instagram yes 
Yes, you need to define your reason to be on Instagram and you need to define how do you want to live. It's almost like strategizing rather than blindly following yeah. people because everyone is on their path and two paths cannot be same, you know. So comparing yourself mindlessly to people like that is not the right way to live your life ultimately. When we're talking about cutthroat, yeah, yeah. Back to um, the art director who comes Nitin decide. Nitin decide. Yes. What is is that somewhere small is attractive, the phrase is dead. Mm-hmm. It's big is so if you have a studio, you are expanding and you're expanding and you're yes. expanding. Yeah. And they realize that you're bankrupt. Yeah. See, also, if you remember, yeah, Chopra made a film called um, it was about the um, Indian couple living abroad and uh, Surviving on the EMIs, hmm. uh, hmm. car and everything. Hmm. And one fine day, realize that they have not paid their EMIs, and the house and the car and everything goes away. Yeah. And I remember a lot of people asking me that, "What is happening? How can they lose everything overnight?" Because hmm. at that time, the we were not so much into the credit card and EMIs and all. This is a new thing that has happened to India in the last decade and more. Yes. Otherwise, if you have money, then you have to go home. If you have money, then you have to go to the car. If you have money, then you have to go to the car. And what happens is, jobs are so inconsistent, particularly after the COVID. Yes. We say that India is shining. It is. But even then, there are many rough slopes. Yeah. So nobody's on a steady job as such. Yes. Because there's much talent that you will be thrown out at any time. So much. Yes. So much of competition. So basically, uh, you know, it keeps everyone on their edge and the stress levels have just spotted and just gone catapulted. You know, everyone is stressed all the time, irrespective of being in the film industry, uh, being in the startup world and being in the airline world. It is just so everyone is stressed. I mean, what do you do about being so stressed? This religious or this spiritual group. Yes. A leader I met recently hmm. and she was telling me that in the olden days, there were not so many spiritual gurus. All this hmm. is a new phenomena because the meditation, the yoga, all this is, they are saying it's the end of the um, yes. Kaliyu, yes. Katyuktuka because you're not able to handle it. Yes. You're not able to handle it. So I was consulting somebody spiritually and I said, okay, there's so much of pressure to just perform constantly. I'm stressed. What do you think I should do? And how do I measure my ambition and say, okay, go slow. You don't need to be stressed. What did she say? She said, you need to shut down things. You need to get away. You need to focus on putting your time in meditation. But when I talk about meditation, a lot of people laugh and say, oh, you know, this is not the time to do meditation. You know, this is the time to go around and hustle. And the hustle culture has perpetrated so much that people just make endless calls. I mean, I get endless calls, you know, in terms of can you cast me? I mean, how do you handle this hustle culture? I think people feel that um, if I don't market myself, who will? Hmm. If I tell myself, who will? Hmm. Movie celebrate golden jubilees in the olden days. Hmm. Now it's three days. Hmm. So even the 
filmmakers are pushing their films like mad for the first three days. Yes. Because it's now or never. Yes. And now or never, we have forgotten to breathe. We have forgotten to smile. We have forgotten to connect. We have forgotten to bond. We have forgotten to care. We yeah. have forgotten to give. It is always about what am I getting? Yes. True. True. This uh, this is so and this is so sad and again coming back to the film industry and the ott culture everything is so you know how it is sab khata khaj bhara hua hai everything has become so cutthroat that if you're not part of the cutthroat culture you will not be able to you know move forward in the line ott culture is a, is a metaphor hmm. for one more bundi ka laddu on the plate and the cheaties are climbing over yeah the bundi ka laddu frankly does not know how sweet or tasty it is yeah because True. the bundi ka laddu has million pressures yes and does not know when it's going to crumble through <laughs> so there is excess everywhere yeah initially you are to- you are seeing it from a uh, filmmaker's perspective yes i am giving you the critics perspective everybody yes. said great content great content great content and then my inbox is inundated with links and films and short films and documentaries that yes. i have to watch okay True. True. And now what has happened even the media is fatigued so after 10 people send me in the inbox i find time to look at two yeah the other eight get insecure yeah i'm not for my review i'm talking about everybody's review yeah and they are feeling that that much noise is not happening for them as it was yeah but yeah. eventually you have two pairs of eyes and <laughs> one brain yeah and who how much can i consume absorb write and reflect yes yes one find not just with me but with a struggler with you and the top filmmaker yeah all the possibilities get exhausted yes and you say this is it i cannot do more Absolutely. and you crumble and you fall yeah and you shut the, you put the shutter down yes either i put the shutter down out of fatigue or i put the shutter down because i've had a mental breakdown totally and then starts a new process you know a new reflection either with assistance when you are in a bad state yes or on your own with your family support yes and find a new arena a new vision a new uh, universe and a new skyline yes yes so the bottom line is that from the beginning to combine a passion a hobby family emotions friends and a career the career cannot dominate everything yes the people you during your career are not your friends yes they are invested in you temporarily true till you have a show till you have a film till you have a, a script yes but your family and your college friends are invested in you for a lifetime lovely lovely a good professional is one who values all of it and carries with it her journey lovely value and balancing you're not just being one area focused what do we do bhavna ji about the cutthroat world that we have actually built a system 
of the industry and what do you think that how do we make it more compassionate where we are respecting every talent and we are not just trying to kick somebody and move forward it's actually in all the systems it's it's the cultural problem and it's not a film industry specific problem but because we are part of it what do you think we can do that can also benefit everywhere else i think this is uh, all that was happening in the us and it's mm. still happening mm. and everything that happened there slowly travels here i remember in the olden days when my brother and my sister used to travel here and they used to say the india is lovely so what if there's dirt and slums but the family bondings are so great you all mm. have each other your life yes and slowly becoming exactly like it was there yes i don't know what i think um, they have to just go with it till the bubble bursts hmm people are looking at us for yoga for spirituality for uh, our culture for our um, traditions yes it's i am not pessimistic it's still there our prime minister is also promoting it but it other things are also there so so right now everything is coexisting and we need to we need to choose only we as people can choose how we want to stir our life see it's because india is a very specific country that lives in multiple uh, multiple centuries simultaneously yes from the villages to the small states to the metropolis yes you know technology yes. exists yet the uh, superstitions exist the old traditions exist yes and that's what makes us so unique yeah yeah i um this is all a part of um country that is uh, developing that got independence late and uh, that is uh, shining everybody says all the economists say that uh, india is going to be amongst the top 3 so uh, there are going to be bigger opportunities multiple opportunities um all dreams are going to be fulfilled and maybe once we find that kind of um, heaven people will get a little less greedy people will stop <laughs> each other and relax mm. people who are older like me would have passed out by then so there will be more space for other people to get in like happen and how jaga yes and what about the support systems how do we design i'm sure everyone is talking about it now when it comes to so after so many suicide attempts and suicides people are talking about we need to be more cognizant of our mental health how do we increase those support systems in the industry it it only can come from top down and it cannot be like from bottoms up so what can people up there can do to support everybody in the food chain uh, the truth is in the fraternity uh, from top to down the superstars have always supported hmm. you know they cannot be accessible but whenever uh, somebody needy particularly the senior members who hmm. are not doing well knocked on their doors or sent a feeler hmm. they have always personally helped and not hmm. taken any attention for it hmm. um I think uh, since the joint family is uh, disintegrated mm. and the nuclear family also have kind of uh, now uh, disintegrating you'll be surprised how many people live alone yes. in our uh, um 
I think the state is doing a lot to offer help, emotional support and other support. And most of the new buildings uh, where you shift in have a great uh, support system. You don't to uh, seek out anybody because there are WhatsApp groups if you need a maid or you need some uh, tomato while you're making a tomato omelet or yeah. anything. Yeah. And most of them are all, because just remember that when you move into a new building, yeah. Uh, depending in the colony that you're moving in, you're always almost in the same economic group and in the same age group. Yeah. As a result, the bond comes easy. Then there is nothing like invading each other's privacy. There is enough of recreation area down. Yes. Uh, there are clubs, there are swimming pools, there are business centers. So uh, all this is helping a lot. Then there are so many yoga groups and meditation groups where your yoga teacher becomes a counselor. Yeah. And um, family, of course, will remain the biggest support. But even uh, families, uh, uh, senior members have to eventually pass away. And then it depends on your sibling bond. Yes. How deep rooted it is and how, how much you have invested. Yes. True. True. Lovely. I think to sum it all up, I would mm. say that time has come for self-awareness, mm. for self-reflection. Time mm. has come to pause and ponder, evaluate your life, evaluate yeah. your potential, evaluate your aspirations, have a reality check and take one step at a time. Yes, absolutely. Brilliantly summarized. Bhavnaji, thank you so much. So I appreciate your time and being on the podcast again and have a great day ahead. I want to say that you are lovely and I wish <laughs> you all the best. Have my blessings and uh, may you always be happy and shining. Thank you, Bhavnaji. So I appreciate this. As always, I enjoy doing the episodes with our guests who have earlier been on the podcast. I enjoy talking about ambition. This is one of my favorite topics and also trying to evaluate and understand everyone's ambition around me because there are levels of ambition and levels of goals. So have you ever thought or tried to define those ambitions, to define those goals, to know your own edge, to evaluate things, but also knowing that everything in life cannot be evaluated. Also knowing that we are on a journey with a certain time that's been given to us. So how are you using that time? Who are the people that are traveling with you? Who are the people who are not traveling with you? Who are the people who are choosing you and who are the people? that you are choosing who are your support systems are you madly moving through this cutthroat world or are you also slowing down pondering thinking retreating cocooning and then coming back because whatever you're doing understanding that you have a limited time here and feeling alive and actually living the journey is the most important part of you being here you cannot have a fulfilled life without a balanced living pondering on all this and a lot more take care guys love you all